hey, wake up. You know what time it is. It's time to sell stocks. Yeah, it's, this is the time to sell. Of course, it's the time to sell. You can see it in the stock market. Uh, some of your best holdings are, are going down now. Some of them are, are finding not new lows, but they're, they're settling out. In fact, if you'll look at much of your charts on your stocks, you'll see they're, they're forming a pennant, and that's they're just tried it, trading sideways. Well, why is it time to sell? Why is everybody selling right now? Because there's taxes. Let's talk about it. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. This is harvest season, if you will, for the stock market and for those who trade on the stock market. It's time, if you have any capital losses, to take them. That is to say, to harvest them. You have bought Exxon at whatever price, and it's down $15, $20. Sell it. That way, you capture that loss that you can use either this year or in the future to offset capital gains. Maybe you made something and you took some of the money off the table and you've got some capital gains. Well, those capital losses don't carry them into the front of the first of the year. Get rid of them. Sell them and capture that loss. Now, what you got to be careful of is you don't buy the same stock back within 30 days. That's called a wash sale. And uh, if the IRS catches you doing that, they'll negate that loss, and you'll end up paying uh, the gain that you thought you offset on, on, your, uh, on, on your stocks that you sold for gains. Let's walk through an example so you understand it. You, sell, you buy um, Amazon, and you bought it back in March, and you, it's gone up, and you've made $10,000 on it. And um, you take some money off the table. Maybe, maybe for Christmas presents you sold, and you, and you, you took $5,000 of profits out of it. Okay, um, you're going to have to pay uh, capital gains taxes, and if it's short term, uh, that's at your current tax rate, and that may be 30%. On the other hand, um, you've also had some uh, Boeing that you you had carried into the year, and um, you still got a loss in it. Sell sell it at least sell enough of it to offset the capital gain that you took, the $5,000 that you took for, for Amazon. That's harvesting. Now, what you can't do is then turn around immediately within 30 days and buy that Amazon back. That's, that's a wash sale, as I said. So that's, that's what it's all about. So I, let me give you an example to give you some more insight of what my situation is. I've got $21,000 worth of capital gains 
inside my non-qualified account, Nita and I's joint account. What, how those gains appeared was as the market was going down in, in March and April, I recognized that McDonald's was going to still sell hamburgers someday in the future, and American Express was still going to be one of what I consider the leading credit card company. And let's see, what else did I buy? I bought some Valero oil, made about 30% on that within 30 days, and uh, and then I sold them as as the prices went up. So with that in mind, that's what that $21,000 was. Now, I did the same thing inside my qualified accounts, my IRAs, and Nita's IRA, but there, there is no capital gains. I will not get a 1099 on the the capital gains that I made within my IRA accounts. They'll, they'll stay in there and continue to compound uh, over the years that they stay in there. So that's what I'm having to deal with. My problem is, though, I have that $21,000 worth of capital gains in my non-qualified account, but I don't have any capital losses. Everything else in there is Apple and Google and and um, some of the, the Microsoft, some of the stocks, that there are no losses. So what do I do? How do I recapture that? Well, better or worse, I was around for the dot-com bubble. I was around for the subprime crisis. I believed in diversification. I believed in the Internet. I remember I bought a stock called Cisco. You may be aware of it. Uh, I bought it. In as as it was running up in the dot com bubble, um, I bought some of it at uh, twenty five. I bought some at fifty. I bought some at seventy, and then it got up to seventy five. And then within a matter of I think sixty days, it was down to seven dollars and fifty cents. I did the same thing with Intel. Um, I don't think I had ever got any pets dot com. All in all. Right now on my tax return, I'm carrying forward somewhere in the neighborhood of $150,000 in capital, long-term capital losses. Okay, Um, so this $21,000, I won't pay taxes on. It will be offset by the $150,000 of capital losses that I'm carrying forward. So... My my issue is, though, my non-qualified account is our vacation money. I don't do that much trading in that account. It looks like I'm going to have to start doing more, and I will do more as Nita and I take our required minimum distributions. I'll probably take that the last week of, uh, of, of January. I actually have the option not to take it until I file my income taxes. So I'll be bringing some su- substantial numbers over from our IRAs and through our required minimum distributions, and I'll be dropping it into that qualified account. So I will have more money there that I can invest. I like to keep a cushion there so that if she says something like, well, I need another $5,000, I have somewhere to go get it, and I don't have to sell anything. So that's my situation. Just kind of rehashing. You want to 
If you've got some losses in a non-qualified account, you want to harvest them, whether you have gains to offset them or not, because you will have gains someday in the future, and you can carry those losses forward as I have. So you want to do that, to harvest those gains. Be sure, though, within 30 days, you don't turn around and buy that same stock. If you if you um, sell, let's say, BP for a loss, but you want to get right back into oil, buy Exxon or buy a like stock. You just can't buy the same stock. The IRS will catch you and say you can't, you can't take that loss, okay? Uh, from there... The other thing, as I say, if you're retired, you're over 70 and a half, you have to be taking required minimum distribution. And there's a formula, uh, depending on your age, what percentage of the holdings you had on December the 31st in 2019 in your IRA, you will divide it by a number and that will tell you what your required minimum distribution is. You don't have to take it before the end of the year, but you must take it before you file your income taxes. So that's how that works. You need to know that for the same reason you might take some capital losses and maybe some capital gains, that the big boys are doing the same thing. And that's why you see some crazy things happening as, as they rebalance their portfolio, as they capture their losses. And that's another thing. They have, particularly in mutual funds, they have a prospectus, and it basically says we will own in this mutual fund so much energy, so much banking, so much tech, so much whatever. And as we go through the year, it comes out of it comes out of sequence. It comes out of proportion. The tech proportion is way up, so they are forced by the decree of their. Uh, prospectus to bring that back into balance. So you'll be seeing some of that. And then there are some hedge fund operators who, who want to book their profits. They want to say, we brought so much to the bottom line and that qualifies me for a bonus. So there's all this going on right now, but I want you to pay attention as to how you can manage your portfolio to get to keep more of what you make, okay? Again, it's, 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 it's comfortable that I don't have to pay taxes on that 21000 but it's uncomfortable that I've got 150000 of carried forward, forward capital um, losses that I did in the past. So I think that's also a lesson that you need to know it's not always this good. It can get real damn ugly um, if things collapse. There's two protections you have from things collapsing. Don't get caught up in what shouldn't be happening. Don't be, get caught up in these IPOs that are getting billions of dollars in market cap and they have yet to make any money. 
That's, that is exactly what happened in the dot-com bubble. I mean, it is. Go back and read it. That is exactly what happened. So don't get caught up in that. And then I think even the safer thing is know what's going to happen in the future. Read, read this book, The Future is Faster Than You Think, and read this book, The Big Nine, and learn about artificial intelligence and learn about um, what's going to happen in, in 3D printing and uh, what I'm excited about, biotech and 5G, and be knowledgeable in these things. And don't go chasing the rainbow of some IPO or some smack, slack, whatever they call it, that has not made any profits and you want to you want to make the big score just be happy with just be happy with microsoft apple facebook amazon google they like ibm i don't like ibm tesla uh the biotechs that i talked to you about be happy with that um you get into trouble when you chase the rainbow it because it's just like the dot-com bubble. It's even Intel, even Intel lost 90% of its value. So see what's happening, understand what's happening, educate yourself, and go to the safe place. And if it does go down, where you can survive, because eventually it's going to come back. Okay, that's the kind of thing we discuss at our Discord. Go to bestofusinvestors.com, register with your name and your email address, and I'll send you an invitation to our Discord. Or if you don't want my invitation, just go down into the description and you'll find a link to the Discord. This is where, and that's why I did this video. Some people in there, it says, ask Harry questions. And uh, I one of the questions was, what do I need to do relative to capturing capital gains and capital losses at the end of the year? And why is the market acting so squirrely? And so that's why I did this video. And uh, that's where I take my cue from my tribe. And come join us. We're going to have a lot of fun in 2021.